Welcome to Stuff We Love Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stuff We Love Podcast. I am Scott, and I am happy and honored to welcome back to the show two wonderful gentlemen. First off, we have Paul. Paul, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me back yet again to the Stuff We Love, because it's the stuff I love. That makes me so happy. And then we have Dean. Dean, welcome back. Thank you, Scott, and happy March. Happy March. We're recording this on March 1st. 2023 so the baseball season is 29 days away i guess is the start and just like the baseball season we're gonna have a pitch clock on this episode tonight (laughs) to try to keep it under a certain like but uh let me begin by asking you guys as we always do at the start of our shows how are you doing how's your winter been we had our first snowfall in the northeast yesterday uh paul has the snow melted for you yet uh, the snow barely even stuck around. Um, I live close enough to the ocean that we got some big floppy flakes um, as it was coming down. But other than the frost on the car and the grass, not even the grass. It was really just on like the, the landscaping, you know, where the mulch is. Right. Everything else was just rain, clear, just cold, miserable. And there has been snow in the Northeast, just not in our particular locations Correct. of Jersey and Connecticut. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. I don't mean to blanket yeah, the entire like, Northeast. I feel like Vermont and New Hampshire are a little angry with you right now. That's right. <laughs> Buffalo got a Buffalo. little bit of snow earlier in the season. Yeah, they're, they're borderline Midwest. <laughs> Close. <laughs> it is true. They're getting over there. And Dean, how are you, my friend? We we had decent snowfall. We uh, we did some sledding yesterday, did a little more today, and made a snowman today. So uh, it wasn't a huge storm by you know Northeast standards, but you know decent four or five inches of snow, pretty steady across the state enough to, uh, to build a little something. And, uh, he will probably take a few days to melt, although I think it's going to rain this weekend. So he might, he might disappear quickly. You know, what makes the snow difficult to endure is when you get back from a Walt Disney world vacation and it's snowing. And that is our segue into tonight's episode where Paul will be telling us about his recent Orlando vacation in which he visited both Walt Disney world and universal Orlando. Is that correct? That is correct, but the Universal was very brief. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, where to where to begin? Um, like the last couple times we've been to Florida, um, we drove um, from New Jersey down, and uh, we did Ironman driving this time. So rather than leave at you know like a customary early morning stop midway, like say North Carolina, South Carolina, we drove straight through. Um, my wife likes to do the driving. We have a good old family truckster minivan. And so, um, the purpose of this visit was as Scott, you'd alluded to, um, my daughter grapes is in the marching band for the high school. The high school is performing marching band at magic kingdom, but also at city walks lagoon stage for the jazz band. So that was our, um, universal tie in there. So grapes was traveling with the band. We decided not to fly, so we drove down early. Um, my wife's, uh, my wife's parents, my in-laws, they live in Jupiter, Florida. So what we did is, um, you know, we we kind of set up grapes so that she would have a couple days, so she'd be able to get to school and all of that stuff um, as she needed to for her schedule. And we left Saturday morning at one a.m. and we drove down. We drove about four hours before we stopped at all, um, and that was to get gas. Um, the coffee that I had made in the Keurig lasted us that long. Uh, I think we stopped at a Wawa, topped off the tank, emptied our tanks, um, got another couple coffees, 
um, and then drove on. And we really made it all the way down to Georgia before we stopped for a meal. Um, that's wow. kind of the benefit. The two of us, my sister has called us food camels before. Um, you know, we, we, we would stop, we, you know, we get gas, we'd use the bathroom, um, stop at the rest stop just to stretch our legs. Um, I need to get my stand minutes in, um, to close my rings on my Apple watch. Um, so, you know, we, we would stop every couple of hours, but we just weren't, we weren't feeling the need to stop to eat, you know, or, or really take a longer break than maybe 10, 15 minutes. Um, Paul, what so type that, of traffic's on the road at that time? None, none traffic. Um, the only thing we did see on in New Jersey, and even as we approached Philadelphia, because it was a early, early Saturday morning, you know, technically Friday night, we did see your typical police pulling people over as they were leaving the bars. Oh. Um, so, you know, that that was pretty much it. But um, as we were driving on 95, um, if you're familiar with the East Coast, 95 is the highway that runs from Maine to Florida. So. I'm only two roads away from Highway 95 as the crow flies. So it's pretty easy for me to get there. And then 95 took us all the way down to her parents' place in Jupiter. So navigating is easy. Stay on 95, head south. <laughs> um, but traffic was light. Um, every other trip that we've done, we've left a little later, like say 3, 3.30, even 4 o'clock in the morning, with the goal to get through D.C. before rush hour. Mm -hmm. um, that Makes is sense. always our goal get into virginia get into the heartland the heart of virginia before really the sun comes up um leaving at one we were in north carolina uh before the sun came up and so we stopped in georgia um to eat it started to rain we we decided you know it's probably a good idea to eat something um on the way down so we, we actually um pulled off at at this uh place i just looked i just looked up uh, on google places off of i-95 in georgia like literally that was my google search um and this restaurant bar popped up they were showing golf um we sat at the bar we sat there for two hours wow um, it was raining you know it was nice just change of scenery um pretty good food um we got back in the car and drove down to all the way to jupiter we arrived at the parking lot to my in-laws condo um place at 7 30 p.m so, so we left all together yeah. 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 We left at one and we arrived at 7 30. At 7 30 p.m. So that yes. would be uh 16 and a half hours. Let's uh check my math. Dean? With a two hour break, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. With a two hour break. We really uh, could have if we had for, wanted to or if we had for the record, that that's like 18 that. and a half hours elapsed time. Just just so yes. we we Make yes. sure that the, the listeners know that we did do the math there, but the, taking out the two hour break, you go to 16 and a half of driving. Yeah. Yeah. 16 and a half of driving. Um, gas prices are coming back down. So, you know, in, in the end, I think we spent about the same in fuel costs. And of course the oil change that we did when we got back um, from driving down versus flying, but we had our own car. We didn't have to rent a car. We didn't have to pay for Ubers um, or anything like that. And my wife actually, and I'll get to this, um uh, volunteered to do some other driving around um the disney campus uh once we arrived but like i said this was um february 11th we went down and uh hung around in jupiter for a little bit and then we went up to walt disney world on the 14th uh we stayed we're dvc so we stayed oh may i just ask a question for my own knowledge what is yeah. the distance uh, how long does it take to drive from jupiter to orlando jupiter to orlando is roughly two hours mm-hmm and it is a straight shot through what I would imagine 
um, Buzz Price was seeing as he was looking at Florida land to buy for the Walt Disney Company. <laughs> um, it's 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 flat. It's featureless. There were some cow pastures. There was some swamp. There are power lines. And that's about it. Um, right. They have some pretty nice rest stops. I will I will tell you that. Um, and they're spaced, you know, kind of like the New Jersey Turnpike, maybe about every 30 or 40 miles um, for this particular. I can't remember the, the number of the highway off the top of my head. Um, it is a toll road. Um, Easy Pass works up and down the coast. So that was nice. I don't have to have a Florida Sun Pass for that. But yeah, it was it was about I think it was I think it ended up being two hours and 20 minutes because we did stop. Got gas again because mm-hmm. why not? And um, and yeah, but uh, we stayed at Saratoga Springs. That's our home resort. Um, a little bit strategic um, because we had part of our um, travel party was a couple. They are a parent. They are parents of another band member. And um, so we just said, hey, you know what? We've got points. We would love for you to stay with us uh, at Saratoga Springs rather than you guys staying at All Star Music or something like that. Um, they had not been back there since their son was seven. So this was 10 years for them. Um, and they had not been to Animal Kingdom at all. Um, and uh, I'll get to that in a minute. So we we arrived the day before the band did. We arrived on Valentine's Day, um, had a wonderful dinner at Sanaa, um, did, the, um, did the bread service, of course, had a wonderful table for, table for two overlooking the safari, had some zebras walk by. I got to um, stop you. I got to stop yeah, you if I may. You stop, wanna, stop away. Go ahead. I want to ask you a question. First of all, I have a comment and a question. The first comment yeah. I'll make is I'm, I'm in the process of booking a trip and I was looking at the villas at Saratoga Springs. They have been refurbished and look fantastic. They are brand spanking. Um, from what I understand, the refurbishment at Saratoga Springs was finished literally two weeks before we arrived. So this is a month ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I can actually post some pictures. I'll tag the show um, once once the show goes up. Uh, we had a two bedroom villa. And um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 the, they have the famous Murphy bed, you know, that everybody was, was talking about uh, with the refurb, but they also changed it to, there's now a twin bed under the TV as well in the living room. So you have a double, you have a queen and you have a twin in the living room. Is there artwork behind the twin bed when you pull it down? There is. What is the theme? Do you recall? Uh, Well, it's Saratoga Springs. So I think it was um, kind of that, um, Horses, that, that yes. carousel horse fairground. I don't, I don't know what you really call it. Yeah, uh, upstate New York, turn of the century theme. Right. Um, my question that I had for you is: This is the first time you had been in Disney World in five years. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, since 2017. So, what was it like for you emotionally getting back to Disney World after having not been there for several years? Um, honestly, it was more like a, I'm back. Um, you know, there wasn't like, uh, I'm not usually prone to like massive fits of hysterical crying, but that's just me. Uh, but you know, I, I, I have, that's when the bills win, when the bills, well, when they win, um, that's, you know, I've got my picture of the, of the property gate, of course. Um, no, we did not slow down. And because my wife is driving, I could take all the pictures I want. (laughs) Um, you know, I, I bought a, um, Apple watch band specifically for the trip. Um, so, you know, I was very excited. I did go and get the magic bands just cause I think they're easier and particularly with someone who hasn't been in 10 years. Um, I wanted to try and make their app experience as smooth as possible. Um, but, uh, yeah. Any other questions before I continue? Dean, none for me right now. 
No, it's a beautiful story. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> this is this is great. Paul, so uh, continue. You're at Sanaa. You had the bread service. Yeah, I had the bread service. And then I had a wonderful tandoori chicken, which is on yet more naan. Um, and the samosas, which are so good. Um, and oddly enough, um, I had not done this before because it was just the two of us. We had all of the breads to ourselves. Um, you know, normally we go there with three or five or seven or nine people. Um, so, you know, the bread service doesn't go as far as it does with two. We we were mixing sauces and that was a very different experience. You know, we had the, 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 the sauces individually first, and then we're like, okay, we're going to try the cucumber one with the really spicy one. And I was being obnoxious and calling things by what it looked like, not what it was. Um, so like there was one that was, it was chimichurri. It wasn't chimichurri. Um, you know, but I kept calling it that. That was, that was probably my favorite. Um, it was medium heat. It was not hot. Um, but that one, I just kept going back to, um, right. to the point where, um, I was dipping my samosas in it and it didn't come with the samosas. I kind of grabbed the cup off the bread service plate and kept that one. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I love I love the bread service at Sanaa. I think I may try to go there on my next trip. I haven't been there in a little bit. It's always always a fun experience and a great way to start your trip in terms of dining. Yeah. And, you know, it's we kind of celebrated Valentine's Day. We just wanted to, you know, continue that Florida experience going from the Northeast. So we sat by the pool um, right there at Kidani Village. And I had a wonderful Kona, uh, Kona Colada lava flow, um, you know, a little bit of... Uh, strawberry daiquiri mixed with a pina colada and we sat by the pool in the sun and that was nice um and then did, did the uh did the hotel or the restaurant acknowledge valentine's day at all or is there anything going on different no not really um i also i didn't necessarily put it on a reservation um when you make an adr at disney they can say you're celebrating anything special i i didn't note that for that but well i mean i think the calendar noted it for you but uh, yeah but you know i i i feel like Sometimes those places, you know, unless it's a major, major holiday. Yeah, no, I could, I could see it going by the wayside. So, you know, some restaurants will have a rose to hand out, yeah. or they'll they'll put a little different on the menu, a little Valentine's Day entree right. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, no, not not at Sanaa anyway. But um, yeah, you, so you guys that, don't get roses when you walk into a restaurant. People don't come up to you and give you roses. It's Scott. That's reserved for you. Okay, just wanted just wanted to see. I didn't know that. And they throw them in Nick's feet when he walks up. <laughs> yes, they do. Well, I mean, he, he's already walking on the pedals from his carriers that drop them in front of him. So Right, right. Um, so, yeah, so after after we kind of hung out there, um, we sauntered over to our resort at Disney Springs, checked in um, on the app, which was nice. Um, so, you know, we, we did walk in because we wanted to get some backup um, key cards. Again, first timers, we want to make sure they had everything covered so yes I had their magic bands they already had them with them but i i wanted to have regular quote-unquote room keys i'm doing air quotes like it's a video podcast um but um yeah so we got those got checked in uh we were in congress park we were literally as close to the walkway to disney springs as you could get which was my point that was my goal how long did it take to get there uh i clocked our walk to rainforest cafe at seven minutes wow and uh picturing in my mind where the saratoga springs is when you enter disney springs you enter it 
I'm trying to think where you where do you walk into to the this east side? Person? So marketplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come in where the old bus stop was. Um, I know where that is. Sure. Yep. Of course. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So we met the um, very funny story. The band director's father for the high school drove the trailer of instruments down, which is, you know, that's fine. He is our former next door neighbor. Wow, what connection. That's cool. And not only that, when we moved into the house, his son, the band director, was graduating the high school that our daughter attends, and he is her band director. She doesn't Comes know. full circle. She doesn't know. She doesn't <laughs> know that he was our next door neighbor. Anyway, we met them over at, this is why I said Rainforest Cafe. We met them over at the Rainforest Cafe because, you know, it's Valentine's night, and they sent us a text, hey, where, where's the best place to get like a drink, like a bar. And I said, all right, come to Dizzy Springs. There are always bar seats at Rainforest Cafe. Wouldn't you know, after three minutes, there were four seats together at the bar at the Rainforest Cafe. Cool. Good tip. Good tip. Not many people think of that. And if you can't get in there, try T-Rex. Sure. For Disney Springs, um, you know, there, there are other bars, you know, you could probably get into most of the resort bars. We want to make it easy. Again, they're staying at all-star music where the band was so we want to make it as easy as possible for them to get to what did you drink there if you if you give my version of this trip a theme it's ease of use that's what i was trying to do make it as easy as possible for the various people that that were coming with us so yeah went went over to rainforest cafe had a couple beers i'm pretty sure i sent you pictures um and then went back to the room and uh went to sleep because the next day the band was going to arrive um my wife again being the the driver um volunteered to pick up our friends um at the airport when they arrived um which was around i think i think their flight landed at 10 a.m i of course took that opportunity to take as many modes of disney transportation as i could before i got back to the room for their arrival so that morning i walked to the um the main area got on the bus and i took the bus to the magic kingdom where i walked directly to the ferry and i got on the ferry back to the ttc (laughs) i was the only person on the ferry that's funny i believe that sure in the morning who's going that Yeah, nobody's going in that direction yeah so we are talking about let me open up the picture i can tell so this is 8 51 a.m i am the only person on the ferry heading back to the TTC. What was awesome is I'm standing at the rope. And then after they do the all ashore and everybody that's going to the magic kingdom gets off and then they come over and the cast member says, Hey, welcome aboard. The captain is talking to me over the PA. Wow. He goes, you have your own boat. I think we can fit you in. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> and then I'm arriving at the TTC and everybody's like, What? And I'm chatting sure. with the cast members, you know, whatever. But I don't look, I mean, I'm not dressed at all like a cast member. I'm just wearing like regular old clothes. So, you know, it's it's just like, what, who's this guy? And then I walked up the ramp and then I took the monorail and did the Epcot loop. So you uh, did the Epcot loop and then you went back to TTC mm-hmm. and then went back on the boat? No, I walked over to the Polynesian. Okay. You know, and that's a great the, morning though. That's unique. And then I took the bus to Disney Springs. The first bus to Disney Springs, because Disney Springs opens at 10. Did you go inside the Polynesian? 
Uh, not really. I just kind of, I mean, I knew where the bus stop was. We'd stay right. there before. Um, and at this point it was getting on to where they had landed. So I didn't want to be, you know, the person who's just loitering. Um, right. But what that did do is give me ample opportunity to take a whole bunch of pictures with nobody in them, um, which was fun. Um, I purposefully didn't look at the interior of Epcot when I went around the monorail loop because I don't want to be quote unquote spoiled by the construction um, for journey of water and what they're doing with the festival center and dreamers point and stuff like that. I want to kind of experience that. Um, But it was neat looking at the pavilions again, because I hadn't been on that monorail loop. Um, There was no reason for us to do it in 2017. So I probably hadn't been on that loop in 12 years um, at that point. Did you have a coffee with you on the loop? Am I correct? Am I remembering that? Did not. No. The, okay. No. The coffee that I sent you was later in the trip. Okay. <laughs> so then you go to Disney admo- Springs. Dean admonished me. That that would have been a good reason to go into the Polynesian, though. That's true. I did, and I did consider that, but I was running out of time. Um, but then I was on the only bus to Disney Springs, or I was the only person on the bus to Disney Springs. So again, yeah. most people two don't for go two on solo travel. Springs. Um, saw the team Disney building, saw the new bus stop for Disney Springs because I hadn't been in there, you know, that central location before. Uh, they were launching an amph- amphicar at Boathouse, which you would like. Um, and then I, you know, walked back and uh, was in our room for when Chris and Nancy, our friends, um, came over. Um, so this is the fun story that they have. Their last trip, like I mentioned, was with the when their son was seven. But their tickets they were going to use for this trip, they purchased before Animal Kingdom was built. (laughs) They had three-day park hoppers with no expiration that they bought for $120 each. Wow. And so Animal Kingdom, speaking from memory, was that April 1st, 1998? Was that Earth Day, 98? So So this was like 97, 96 that they went and bought these tickets? I wonder what song was number one on the charts when they bought these tickets. So what that meant was lunch was going to be over at Disney Springs because they needed to go to the ticketing center to transfer that paper ticket into something that can be used with their current media, used with the app and all that other stuff. Um, They had already bought um, a one day park hopper or one day ticket so that they had the park reservation for the magic kingdom for the day that they were going to march in the magic kingdom. Cause that was, that was key. I mean, that's kind of the whole point of the trip. Um, so what they were able to do, you know, the magic of the cast members, there, able to refund them that cost of the two one day tickets, get their three day tickets transferred to current media. And what they did was they said that, you know, it, there was a time when, because it was a ticket from before Animal Kingdom, they couldn't use it at Animal Kingdom. That's gone. Yeah, now. that that oh really? Because that was always the policy. Yeah, well, that's no longer the policy. At least that's not the policy. If you go in person, if you call Disney, they'll probably tell you that is still the policy. But I have a feeling that's a little bit of making magic wiggle room that they uh, yeah. empower the cast members with. Um, so they were very excited, which led to while I'm sitting in the Reggie at Jock Lindsay's hangar bar, um, with about two thirds of my Reggie's revenge gone, changing our park reservations to Animal Kingdom instead of Epcot. Which was an exciting moment for you. It was because I think you, you had had two Epcot days planned, right? 
Yeah. So, um, and that, that's actually the next day, Thursday. Um, so what, what they, the, you know, this, this was going to be, you know, a, they hadn't been there in forever. B, they're going as adults for the first time because they've always mm -hmm. had young child with them. Um, and C, it's my favorite park. And so it's like, ah, I get to go to Animal Kingdom. Um, yeah, Epcot, um, we ended up getting the free tickets, free as in included, um, to the Moonlight Magic for DVC members, um, the uh, after party event um, that they had on Thursday night which was great because that meant I didn't have to use a park ticket to go to Epcot. It's my least favorite park right now because it's under construction. Um, and, you know, it'll it'll get there. But for me, it's it's still kind of a. Well, yeah, it's under construction. It's, it's, it's a work in progress. But, um, you know, the day that they arrived, yeah, we we went over and, you know, we, we did lunch and then headed over to their 6 p.m. jazz band performance over at the City Walk stage. So where did you have lunch, by the way? Oh, lunch was at um, Jock, Jock Lindsay's. OK. Yep. yep. Got We're it. Outside on the Reggie looking yeah. at boaters. That's I've been there. It's great. I love that boat. Yeah. But yeah, so they had the stage all set up. They were the first band to perform. Um, it was the Universal Stars program. Um, and uh, it was great. They did a sound check for like 20 minutes. They made sure they had multiple microphones um, for the jazz band. Um, and they were checking levels. They were making sure that the keyboard player, um, because she's got to turn her sheet music and the wind is, you know, it's outside in Florida. And so um, it, it they had they had roadies there to to help her with her music and the jazz band sounded phenomenal. Um, it's it's the best we've heard them sound um, ever. Like I wish they had professional soundboard and mixing for just in the high school. This, that would be that would be great. Um, so the kids, this is their day, right? So they were dropped off at the high school at two thirty a.m. They were on the buses at 3.30 a.m. to go to the Atlantic City Airport to get there by 5.30 a.m. for their 7 a.m. flight, which landed in Orlando, yeah, at 9.50. And then they got on the bus and they went straight to Universal and they had park tickets. They had park hoppers um, for rather they had the two two park ticket option. Um, for Universal that day, the jazz band had to meet and get changed. And then the rest of the band sat in the audience. And then they got changed again and went back into Universal. That that So they'd been up. By the time they performed, <laughs> they had been day. up for a long time. Everybody wow. looked tired. Parents looked tired because, you know, <laughs> one, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? You drop them off at school. You're not going to necessarily go back to sleep. You got to get ready for your own flight. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So so that was that was jazz band performance. After the jazz band performance, I looked at Nancy and Chris, their friends, and uh, and said, "Do you want a drink?" They went, "Yes." So we sauntered over to Margaritaville, which is right there. Sure. Um, this is where I sent the picture of the shaker of salt. <laughs> right. Because yeah. Um, and then we had wine bar George that night at seven for dinner. Hadn't been there before. This is a new experience for me. And tell great us your place. thoughts. Oh, great, great, great ambiance. Um, you know, if you're looking for some place that is, I'm going to call this Manhattan casual. 
um, description. This is very okay. much a um, small plates sharing. It's not quiet, but it's not loud in the restaurant. Like it, it's weird. Like you have to, you you can have a normal conversation with someone at your table, but there's a general overall hum. Right conversation in the restaurant um we sat upstairs um the yes. bar downstairs i had some wine i had wine on tap which i had not had red wine on tap before that was that was new for me um but that was pretty good but we just decided for the four of us to split the big board of charcuterie which was cheeses and meats combined onto a literally a big board so awesome. um, and then Love we the split board. the whole fish which was deboned and deheaded and detailed um table side and that really was enough food for the four of us um is that served with potatoes or something it came with what did it come with it came with a it looks like uh a cannelloni bean salad and a spinach salad okay that's what it came with i'm looking at the picture and a large piece of lemon <laughs> so then after wine bar george so we had a seven o'clock dinner reservation after this was Moonlight Magic over at Epcot. Nancy at this point said, I don't think I can go, which is fine. You know, again, they were up dropping the kids off at two, which meant they were up at like 1.30 in the right. morning this, this same day. So Chris comes and he he's a he's a gamer. We go and we get our um, you know, we got our wristbands to show that we belong in the park. Basically, it's like any other hard ticket event. Unless you have a wristband, they won't let you do anything. You can't go into a restaurant. You can't go into an attraction. You can walk around. But even then, like they're starting to position cast members at certain spots and say, you need to make your way to the exit if you don't have a wristband. Um, took some pictures. I got to see Spaceship Earth with the new lighting. Um, Did you like it? Just as Harmonious was ending. Um, so we didn't actually get to see the front of Spaceship Earth in its full lit up glory because they kind of dull it down for the show, which is fine. I got to see it on the way out. Um, and we walked, literally walked on to Cosmic Rewind. What'd you think? I, that, I, and I, I've said this many times, It's a Small World has been my favorite Disney attraction. Cosmic Rewind is my second favorite disney attraction at this mm -hmm. point wow um what song did you get the... uh i got well the first ride the first ride uh got september okay so classic you know got the, got the classic september um chris was blown away um uh, which was it was it was awesome to see somebody just be that enthralled with something um and then as soon as we got off of that uh went over to test track and again the walk-on um, if we didn't have to design the car, we would have been on the car in about three minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, you gotta, you gotta go through the design station and all that stuff. Um, at that point, Chris said, all right, I'm done. And because Jen drove, um, she was able to drive right up to the preferred parking, by the way, cause there was no parking attendance at that time. Wow. Another cool feature of going to the Moonlight Magic. Um, so then it was just me and Epcot. Um, and so I went over to do, uh, Ratatouille, um, again, you know, trying, what I was trying to do is get all of those, you know, things that I've never done before out of the way. Hopefully they were open, um, or the headliners, um, because again, before lunch, we were going to come to Epcot later in the week. Um, but that then changed, changed right. to Animal Kingdom. 
So then I did Ratatouille. That was nice. I don't think it was worth the 30 minutes that I waited for it because at that point, everybody was kind of building up. Um, and I definitely would not wait an hour, an hour plus, two hours, like sometimes that they had later in the week. Um, then sauntered over, got my included popcorn and um, ate that. Went on um, Arendelle, you know, the Frozen Adventure. That was fun. Got yeah. free Coke at Connections Cafe. Rode Soren and then rode um, Cosmic Rewind again. But at that point, it was like a 30 minute wait. Still worth it. Um, that time I got Conga, which okay. was fun. Um, it's funny how the song really changed. It doesn't change the ride, but it changes the ride. How intense is the ride in your opinion? Okay. So Disney intense or roller coaster intense? Both. Okay. So Disney intense, it's probably the most intense roller coaster that Disney has. More than Everest. Yes. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Much more than Everest. Um, I would put Disney Intense Everest at like maybe a seven. Mm -hmm. I'd put Rock and Roller Coaster at like an eight and a half. I would put Cosmic Rewind at a nine. And why do you say that out of curiosity? Um, the reverse launch, um, some of the spinning, while it, it, it is not meant to induce any kind of nausea or anything like that, it does create G-forces, um, not unlike what you feel in mission space, but you're moving through a space and the screens and the physical sets make it all the more intense. Right. Um, so that's Disney scale roller coaster scale. I'd say it's about a six and a half. Mm-hmm. So it is not near a giga coaster. It's not near like Nitro, a great adventure. Right. Um, it's nowhere near like El Toro's first drop. Like it's 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 not it's not on par with that. But for a Disney family theme park experience roller coaster, top yeah, top of the line, right. number nine, I'd say. What attraction do you like more? And I'm asking this because they're both very family friendly attractions. Frozen Ever After or Ratatouille's uh remy's ratatouille i think for rewritability it's going to be remy's however there's a lot of portions to that that if you're prone to motion sickness you're not gonna be able to ride agreed and a lot of screens I'm, and it, well screens and not only that but very immersive envi environments right um like it was it was very it reminded me quite a bit of like star tours or body wars um in that aspect for two particular segments um that and i told my wife later i said i'm glad that i went and you didn't because you would not have done well mm -hmm. um after that she gets motion sick got it how late did this event go till 1 a.m ask me what time i left the park 1 a.m 1 30 <laughs> what were you doing during that last half hour i was the slow, last slow saunter from the back Huh? I, I was guessing slow saunter from the back of uh, World Unfortunately, Showcase. they have um, they have the walkway roped off just past um, Norway and just past France. So there was no late night drinking around the world that was going to be oh, happening. Okay. Um, but I was the la actual last person on Spaceship Earth. What a night. Like they were doing the now it's time to say goodbye <laughs> over the loudspeakers. And I am walking past the cast members at the entrance. <laughs> wow. And I said, still good. And they went, still good. Walked in. Greeted. The photo thing didn't work. So I didn't get my picture for the descent. <laughs> 
Yeah. Didn't get placed on the map afterwards in the uh, in the post show. No. So so arrival day for the jazz band and the marching band was basically me alone on a ferry, me alone on a bus, me alone on Spaceship Earth. <laughs> the what bus day, back though. to Saratoga Springs was not empty. Put it that way. Dean, any questions for Paul at this point? No, I mean, I think I think he's living the dream. <laughs> this is a dream right here. It was it was really good. Uh, yeah, the next morning is the marching band um, is going to perform in the Magic Kingdom. So, of course, we have the park reservations for Magic Kingdom. Um, this is the first time we get to utilize the Magic Bands. They work flawlessly. Um, and again, I had backup. I had the RFID card in my wallet. I had the app ready to go. And then it not top, tap styles. One thing I did notice is that um, they were inconsistent with asking me to use the index finger as well. Magic Kingdom did not. They Studio shut it off did. when it's really busy. Okay. Magic Kingdom did not, but I was there before rope drop. Interesting. So, I, I don't know. It was weird. It was malfunctioning at the studios. Yeah, that's um, a different story. <laughs> but, yeah. So, they didn't at Magic Kingdom, like I said. They did at Epcot. They did and then didn't at DHS. Um, and they did not at Animal Kingdom. So, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. But, I was there bright and early um again our traveling party they um, wanted to sleep a little bit i don't believe in sleep on a disney vacation so like i said um i nearly rope dropped um i think i got there as people were already being let in but you know made my way into tomorrowland to do now, Paul, if i may ask there. real quick you were there yeah. during president's day week a historically busy week can you tell our we listeners if you still saw the benefits of rope drop in the sense that even during a busy week, could you get on things right away? So interestingly, we were there technically the week before President's Week ah, because we left corrected. on president on the Sunday before President's Day. But I, I when I tell you the amount of things that I did at Animal Kingdom, um, when I got there, when we get to that day, it yes, it is worth it to do, particularly if you're a resort guest and you are able to go to the extra morning hours which are you know the former extra magic hours but it's at all parks it's not just at one park um and yeah yes highly recommend it um yep. particularly if you're not using genie plus and lightning lanes um and double particularly if you're a resort guest and you can stand to get up in the morning great continue please yeah. So, you know, like I said, I, I went over it. You know, I'm I'm not going to do my full touring plan for Magic Kingdom because everybody's heard Magic Kingdom, you know, what rides are, are their favorites and stuff like that. But, um, you know, the, the goal with Chris and Nancy and my wife were to join us for Skipper Canteen lunch at two, um, which they made in perfect time. Um, they were able to experience Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. We waited in that line. Um, and you know, uh, that, that was a hoot, you know, to see them and then show them the video in the app, um, which they liked. Um, we did not do photo pass this trip, um, but, or memory maker for that matter. Um, but you know, they, they will show you the preview, um, you know, at least to try and tempt you to, to get it. But, um, I got the, um, sweet chars pork over at Skipper Canteen, got the Kungaloosh beer, which was great Had a great server. Um, we sat in the, um, I think it's in the portrait room. I think it's called, um, not the butterfly room. I was hoping for the butterfly room, but because we didn't have kids, we noticed everybody that has a kid that goes to Skipper Canteen 
sits in the main big elbow shaped room. If you do not have a kid, they put you in the other rooms. They're a little more sedate. Right. Nice. Um, but yeah, then then the marching band, you know, they they marched at six. So um, I got a position in Frontierland with Big Thunder and the um, closed Splash Mountain in the background. Um, and then after they walked past, I ran to Casey's Corner and I got the video of them from Casey's Corner. And then I ran down to the <laughs> other side of the Emporium and I got them rounding the um, town square. Um, and Chris actually got them recorded from the train station platform. Oh, very cool. Uh, walking around town square. So I was able to edit that into three videos or four videos into one. Um, yes, I did actually edit people who used to listen to <laughs> butter and bacon. Um, yeah. So, so that was, that was fun watching them. Uh, um, you know, and then, uh, my in-laws drove up for the day so they could see it, um, and so that was you know, that was fun. That was kind of neat. And then we headed over to Trader Sam's after that. And I volunteered. Oh, question, to question here, question. Yeah, go for it. I, I know we're not I going are. through the step-by-step attractions at Magic Kingdom, but I, I want to ask you one Magic Kingdom attraction question because mm-hmm. this is my favorite attraction in Disney World, the Haunted Mansion. Where do you rank that on Magic Kingdom attractions? Um, as far as enjoyment level? Yeah. Well, is it one of your favorites? Is it something Top that's five. a must-do? Top five. Top five. Okay. Yeah, it's it's definitely a must-do. Got it. That's a must do. Did not do it on this day, but we'll get back to that. Okay. <laughs> so Trader Sam's. Yes. So I volunteered as tribute to go over and be the person that puts their name in and waits for the table at Trader Sam's. You know, really difficult for me. Um, I walked over to the boat launch and they had the mega big boat um, that was doing the um, Grand Floridian and Polynesian run rather than the individual launches. So they, they, you know, I started to jog and the guy's like, no, 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 take your time. We're not leaving for a little bit. Um, so went over and uh, put our name in for Trader Sam's. I said, yeah, so it'll be about an hour, hour and a half. I said, oh, shucks, is a room at the bar. And she popped her head in. She said, yes, there is. So I waited for Trader Sam's in Trader Sam's. That's a rough life right there. It is. You're doing okay with this. Hey, I, 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 I'm, I'm not complaining. And again, Chris and Nancy have never been here. So I, the picture that I send when I let them all know on a group chat of, you know, rough, roughly what time to make their way back over to the Polynesian, because they were still at the Magic Kingdom, um, is I just sent a picture of my Trader Sam's napkin and the bottom of the glass that I was drinking on. That's, <laughs> That's it. Nothing else. You guys, I sent the full, I'm at the bar, all that stuff. Um, yeah, so they arrived. Um, we had a nice table smack in the middle. Um, I ordered a new for me Nautilus drink, did not get any souvenir mugs this trip. That might be the most shocking part it, of your yeah, whole trip report. It and it and it really it came down to cost. We ended up getting park hoppers while sitting in Trader Sam's. So it was a I can get the Nautili or I can get a park hopper. I've to argue with that one. We'll do the park hopper for this trip. But what was awesome, and it was blowing Chris and Nancy's mind when, you know, they were looking at the menu and there's some food sensitivities and preferences. um, And the menu is limited in Trader Sam's itself. And I said, okay, but on the app, look at the menu for the restaurant next door. And they went, what? I said, yeah, Captain Cook's. They can just do to go and bring it in here. I said, you can bring food in here? I said, yeah, they're not competing. (laughs) It's not like it's not like you're at the mall or the movies. 
uh, where you're bringing in outside food. So, yeah, we got the Aloha pork fries, had those with our drinks. It was awesome. Good night. Ah, the next day, this is the day I'm most proud of. Animal Kingdom Day. Again, Chris and Nancy, not early risers. Me, I'm up. I am at the bus stop. I have a photo of this. I'm at the bus stop at 6.38 in the morning. Were there other people waiting? There were two other people waiting to catch the 647 bus, which is the first bus to Animal Kingdom. So I'm at Animal Kingdom getting my Joffrey's coffee. This is where Dean was being disdainful at 7.08. But it's the (laughs) only coffee stand that's outside of the theme park gate right there. So I like the stand. I like the Joffrey stand. It's a good yeah, stand. It was good. You got donuts as big as your head there. I did not get that because I'm I am trying to have less poly. Uh, but the coffee was, I believe, brewed on the surface of the sun. Um, <laughs> and I, I think I still have the tip of my tongue burnt off from it. Uh, but needless to say, the coffee was gone by the time they let us in. I this is where going back to your earlier question, is it worth it to get there early? I this this was my timing and events. I'm through the gate. They opened up a little early for early magic at 7:15. I am walking in. I am at the Tree of Life through the, you know, the stuff at 7:24. I am passing Nomad Lounge at 7:25. I am in Pandora at 7:27 in queue for flight of passage. I am at the, we're going to scan you to, um, if you if if you haven't experienced Flight of Passage, then fast forward about 10 seconds. I'm at the, we're going to scan to match your DNA at 749. And I am off the ride, literally, at 807. That is the fastest you can do that queue. I did not stop. I did not wait. I took pictures, but then caught back up with the people in front of us. Right. Because the queue is that long and detailed, and I love it. I love that queue. Um, it is my favorite ride at Animal Kingdom, um, with Safari as a close second. But, I mean, to be able to get through that in 40 minutes is nearly absurd, considering the length of the ride, the length of the queue, um, and back out. I was at the Please Touch Me plant at um, 8.07. Remarkable. Yeah. So again, continuing my early morning. Now, everybody and their mother at this point is running to Flight of Passage. I am walking at a leisurely pace over to Everest, which I ride. Um, Then I go over to Dinosaur and I ride that. Then I go back to Everest and ride that. And then I go back into Pandora and I ride the... um, um, River Journey? I want to call it the Journey of Water, but the uh, the Navi (laughs) River Journey. um, Because they are now on their way um, on the bus. So... I got two rides on Everest, Flight of Passage, Navi River Journey, and Dinosaur. All and what, done. Yeah. By uh wait for this one, 10 a.m. Wow. Dean, you ever have that? That is uh that's about as sufficient as you can be, I think. I mean, yeah. it's it's an amazing, you know, you the one thing you didn't do is the safari, but that one you can approach later or something like that. But the uh the the interesting challenge that I think some people run into with um, getting on the flight of passage is there's more than one way to walk there. 
And you did it the right way where you're like right out in front and, and sort of leading the way. If you're a little bit farther back in that pack and, and you go left and the cast members want the line to queue right, you can get really, really stuck behind a group of people. Yes, you can. Yeah, I agree. I mean, at that point, I've got screenshots because now I'm I don't know when they're arriving. So I'm looking up what time the Dawa bar opens. 10 a.m. You know where that's located, right? Uh, it's down in Africa. Yeah, in case you weren't sure. Um, but of course, I'm in line for um, the Navi River journey. So I'm like, all right, so, you know, maybe when I get off, what do I do? Oh, Nomad Lounge opens at 11. Maybe I'll do that. But no, they texted they were on their way. So I said, all right, I'll, <laughs> I'll do I'll do the Navi River journey and then I'll meet them. I met up with them right at the bridge, you know, as they saw Tree of Life. And then we got in the queue for the safari because, I mean, for first time visitors to this theme park, you have to go to the thesis statement attraction first. Agreed. Oh, definitely. Um, so, you know, the they were they were just kind of marveling at the way that the um, Harambe outpost is just, or um, everything about it. The soccer playing musicians came out with the whistles um, while we were there um my my wife actually suggested getting something from the dawa bar to have in the queue which we would have had time but at that point the line started picking up so you know we we kind of left behind the dawa bar which was unfortunate but um but yeah going through animals were actually not that much out um which i found surprising it was it was not hot by any stretch of the imagination i want to say it was 82 83 um that was kind of the the theme for our entire visit to i mean probably the hottest day was animal kingdom in the afternoon it got up to maybe 87 mm-hmm. but it was not hot i mean nowhere near florida hot and nothing like what it was like when we went in august um no humidity sun was out it was it was glorious um you know rode the safari and then walked over to our lunch reservation at tiffin's tell us about tiffin's tiffin's is probably my favorite theme park restaurant in total um trader sam's is probably my favorite theme park or walt disney world spot so i'm quibbling a little bit but um you know if tiffin's is the older more well-studied sibling of trader sam's um then then that's it i mean just the just the actual imagineer artifacts from their travels in doing the um, research for building Animal Kingdom, um, Joe Rody sketches. Um, you know the the menu is phenomenal. Um, the African fusion again. You know we started off with Sanaa um, to start off our vacation, and now you know we're having Tiffins just a couple days later. Um, this this restaurant, you know, I mentioned Wine Bar George would fit in well, like Manhattan casual. This restaurant would also fit in well in any major city in the United States. Um, just i i love it i love it and again very allergy friendly um you know dean if you have not taken um your family there i think there's only one thing on the menu standard that either is not gluten-friendly or cannot be made gluten-friendly and that's it everything else is gluten-friendly it is uh probably without a doubt the Yeah, I think it just is my favorite restaurant in the theme park at this point. Yeah, I it and it's funny because I have not, and you know, a joke. I mean, I did a parody song for Dawa Bar. I have not been to the Dawa Bar. I have not been to the Nomad Lounge. I walked through it 
um, I, I can't stop going to Tiffin's and we haven't had trips long enough to where we go back to animal kingdom for more than one meal day. Sure. Um, so that's kind of the, the quandary we have, but it's and a good the, quandary the, to have. The, the challenge people run into with Tiffin's is it is, it's not formal because it's in a theme park, but it is a, a more formal traditional sit down meal. Yes. So it can be very time consuming. It can also be very pricey. It's definitely pricey. Not to beat around the bush. No, um, it is definitely it, pricey. Um, but yeah, that 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 would be the one other thing I think people run into is just they don't want to take ninety yep. minutes, two hours out of a theme park day to go to a restaurant. I'm telling you, it's it's worth it. It's amazing, uh, but it is a long meal and it is an expensive meal. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, probably to characterize it's it's on par with what you'd pay at like Cinderella's royal table and oh, wow. princesses. I mean, mm-hmm. it's but it's the quality is phenomenal. The chef will come out and talk to you. Um, you know the 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 wait staff is supremely knowledgeable. Their wine list is fantastic. If you're into that, they had a beer flight, um, which had Lagunitas on it, which, you know, whatever, that's not a craft brew, but it is. Mm. What it, um, yeah, I had the lobster mac and cheese and I had the um, spicy cauliflower. Oh boy. <laughs> um, and I, I ate kind of light. Because, like I like I had mentioned, um, we ended up getting park hoppers because that night Magic Kingdom was open until midnight, midnight or eleven, eleven. Is that for all guests or just deluxe guests? Um, for all guests, that was their normal op- operating time. Mm-hmm. So, um, Chris wanted to go back to the Magic Kingdom to ride some of the rides he didn't get a chance to because we were busy filming the parade. Um, and I said, "Yeah, I'll go with you." So the two of us went over there, but not before going back to disney springs for some bb wolf oh yeah <laughs> and i got the my famous bb wolf that's Very right famous. i got my i got my beer and i got my texas chili dog with fritos footlong something that's, that's something that's the one i got um chris got the uh, mardi gras dog which had actual shrimp on top um so that was pretty cool Pull boy dog maybe but um, yeah, so then the two of us um, got on the bus to Magic Kingdom. We arrived as the fireworks were going off. So I told Chris, this is going to be a fun experience for you. You get to be a salmon. Yes. Because, <laughs> and, and it was funny because as we're walking towards the gate, no one is coming out. And you could hear the music end. And I said, stay to the right. And we did. We stayed to the right. We walked through the shop went off at center street, went back into the shop, went as far as we could up towards the Starbucks there. Um, and then we did Frogger across main street to get towards Casey's. And at this point, the cast members have um, uh, directional sidewalks. So we had to move kind of towards the hub. Our goal was to get over to Adventureland because we want to ride pirates thinking people eater. It's right after the fireworks. That's probably our best bet for a low weight. We got funneled away from Adventureland and into Liberty Square, so we so we decided, you know what? Let's let's get in line. Let's get in line for a haunted mansion because we're here. So we did. We did about twenty minutes. It's the longest I had seen the queue. They didn't have the extended outdoor queue open through the crypt uh, through the graveyard, so we were back all the way by the launch dock for the ferry boat. Wow. Yeah, in all of That's those weird. chain link switchbacks. Sure. Right. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So we get up to where the Haunted Mansion 
proper starts and it says from here it's a 50 minute wait and this is where again you know a lot of people deride the app but i open it up and pirates had a 20 i said you know what we could go and ride pirates and come back and probably get on the same time that we would have so bailed on that rode pirates ended up being like a 10 minute wait posted 20 it was actually 10 um what you know we, then we went like i said we went back to the magic kingdom rode that that was awesome uh, when rode Big Thunder, um, we closed down the night by grabbing a Mickey bar at the cart right in the way out. Um, and then, yeah, so we closed down the Magic Kingdom. Um, and, you know, Chris was a trooper. He he was uh, he was closing down the park with me. The next day is studios. And I told Chris, I said, I'm leaving because I have yet to see anything Star Wars land. I have not been to Galaxy's Edge. They started closing down the park like basically the week after we left in 2017 when we were there um sections of it to build it mm-hmm. hadn't seen the new toy story playland so you know that half of the park was brand new to me so i said you are absolutely everybody was willing to join me but i am getting to the bus stop at 6 15 yeah that's an early morning it was magic kingdom at 11 I'm back at the bus stop at 6.15. I got a nice picture of the sun coming up over Saratoga Springs. But we did. We hit the first bus. We're on the first bus. I got a nice picture of the sun coming up behind the sky, uh, the uh, Skyliner. Um, and then we go in and we walk right to, you know, again, early, early entry morning. We are in the park at what time is this? 7.43. We are walking down Hollywood Boulevard, and then we are in the queue for my new favorite attraction, Walt Disney World. Rise of the Resistance. Resistance. And we're in the queue at 8, and they had a little bit of a breakdown. So for 20 minutes, we waited in the queue. But, you know, they came over. They said, you're free to leave, but, yeah, you're not getting back in. Uh, It was only down for 20 minutes, um, and then it came back up and went through, and that attraction is next level bonkers. How long did you wait? Was your total wait for that? Uh, we were boarding our star cruiser at eight thirty four. So okay, not bad for that. I mean, with a twenty minute hold. Yeah. I mean, we literally were through the queue in fifteen minutes. Actually, no, ten minutes because it's got that four minute kind of pre pre show. Right. Oh, with the uh, Ray. Yeah, with Ray and BB eight. Right. Yeah, and then and then we're on board, and then, yeah, that that's my favorite. It's my favorite now. It, that's <laughs> it's next level. Hey, the cast members are into it. We had a great Imperial crew; they were really into it. I uh, wish I could have seen your reaction in the scene where you go and all those stormtroopers are there. I, I yeah, yeah. I mean, I honestly, it rivaled with just walking onto Batu to begin with. Mm. I mean, and and we came in from the forested area. So, you know, not even seeing Black Spire Outpost really um, until we get off, get off the attraction. Um, just walking around there, the sights, the smells, um, I, the marketplace. And then I round the corner and I see the Millennium Falcon. And then I see this large gentleman blocking my view of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> and his name is Dean. And you're like, get the heck out of my way. I got a ship to go see. <laughs> <laughs> Dean was there. I was there. That was awesome. We 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 knew that we were going to be there at the same time. 
Um, I think uh, you you just had a availability in in the scheduling um, to come down. But uh, yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah, we we happened upon you, and uh, we were we either had just had breakfast or just got back from breakfast when we ran into you but i was just looking at my pictures we were standing in that massive humanity trying to get in the park at 743 and i think the uh, the four minute advantage you had over me put you like sixty-seven thousand people ahead of me yeah. it was it was busy it was busy getting in the park that day but uh yeah, yeah so I, keep I, in mind now this is the saturday of president's weekend so right. now now is when you're feeling the weight of the general population being there, it being a holiday weekend, one of the busiest holiday weekends and being a resort guest is absolutely crucial to get in for that early entry. Yeah, it was huge. I mean, we, we had gone to Epcot on Thursday and I thought the crowds were relatively light. Uh, you know, it's to give you an example, going to the food booths for, um, for the arts festival, four or five minute waits. Usually some of them were walk right up and order a couple were busy um, but by that weekend, just seeing other people's experience at Epcot, routinely 30 to 35, 40 minute waits to go to a food booth. So um, the crowds just picked up, I think, as the week went on. Friday, we were at Magic Kingdom. It wasn't as bad, but definitely busier. And then that Saturday morning, I like I said, I think everybody just woke up and went to, to Hollywood Studios that morning. It felt that way because, um, you know, we're walking around. Um, and even when I went on Smuggler's Run, which at this point, Chris was going to go back to Hollywood Boulevard and meet the ladies. They rode um, Rock and Roller Coaster because um, it was something they didn't get a chance to do earlier. Because even with ride swap, Rider Swap, they just weren't going to be able to fit into their plans when they came 10 years ago. So that was something yeah. they really wanted to do. That's cool. Um, so I rode smugglers run solo uh-huh but but yeah uh but but again like because everybody and their mother is going to ride by the way i made a silent gesture to paul when he said that our listeners will get nothing out of that yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes uh so like you know i'm in the queue for smugglers run at what am i in 8 59 yeah so nine o'clock i'm in the queue right and I am off of Smuggler's Run. Well, actually, no. I'm the left pilot, by the way, which is unheard of as a solo rider, mm. um, which was cool. Um, so I got to I got to do the side to side motion for the Millennium yes. Falcon. Um, I was off Smuggler's Run at nine forty five. I don't think your wife would do well in Smuggler's Run. No, nope. That, that's because that one got me. That's a tough one for the motion. Yep. And I was also left pilot the, the last time I rode that. And uh, yeah, apparently flying the ship with your eyes closed does not help the score. Nice. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't paying attention to the score. And it's funny too because and it's a common criticism, and I understand it now that I've actually done it. They have buttons like you're supposed to hit, just like Mission Space, you know, to fulfill your mission, um, to do things. But you're watching the screen. Right. I'm not watching for buttons flashing. Yeah. So, you know, if, if I, if, if, when I ride it again, and if I'm in that position, I'll be watching more closely to the panel. Um, now that I kind of know, but you know, it was, it was a good, I was, I was with a good group. Um, we were all adults with two other first timers with me. So it was three veterans and three first timers. Um, but then we had uh, we met up and had a uh, nice ride on Slinky Dog. I did get Genie Plus and Lightning Lane 
Um, and because um, I figured Slinky Dog was something that all four of us in our travel party would like to ride, I opted to get that one for Lightning Lane. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, unfortunately for my wife, um, Rise of the Resistance will have to wait until next trip. But Slinky Dog was fun. Um, got to meet Woody and Jesse. Um, so that was That's fun. fun. And um, then went over for our reservations at Oga's Cantina, which you also had reservations at Oga's Cantina. We did. We um, we, we were there. I think our, we were 11. You were 11.10. And uh, I think I talked to Scott about this afterwards. I said, you know, if you want to meet up with somebody and, like, catch up or say hi, Oga's is not the place to do it. No. Uh, I didn't even see you come in the building. So no. I don't know where you – I saw your picture later. It looked like you were maybe in the, the back right of the building or something like that, but – um, yeah, yeah, food, yeah. We uh, we were standing at one of we weren't at the bar, you know, those tables between the bar and the booths. We were standing at one of the booths. Okay, yeah, we had we were seated. We were a party of four. We were seated with a party of three and a party of two at one of the tables. Um, oh, okay, in an alcove. Yeah, um, which which was actually kind of nice, you know, to be able to sit. Um, and we had chatted beforehand. Again, there's not a lot of things on the menu in general. But yeah. um, it turned out that the two things we wanted to get had very allergy friendly um, uh, for gluten, at least. So we were able to nosh on um, the, the snack mix um, and again, meat and cheese tray, um, which nice. was neat because it's very Star Wars. We, we couldn't identify some of the things we were eating. Yeah. Like, OK, well, uh, we ordered that and our server tried to tell us what some of it was and I couldn't hear. We were <laughs> we were so close to Rex. It was just loud. I was, like, was it good? It. Yeah. Yes. Very yeah, everything. Uh, everything was on there was good. My twelve-year-old was pretty happy with it. He ate everything on there. He got the uh, the frogs' eggs and the in the Jello. I forget what they call it on the menu. Uh, yeah. it, so he ate that as well. And it was, um, yeah. I mean, the, the food options again. You're not going to eat lunch there, but it's good to have a little something to snack on and, and sure. have a little little treat. Yeah, and I ended up getting the uh, Jedi mind trick. Um, I ended and I got one of the Bantha cookies from the drink. Um, I think it's the Fuzzy Tauntaun. I'm not 100% certain which drink came with it. That, that was the drink I ordered. Um, but because the cookies are not gluten free, I got to have a cookie. Yay me. Um, and then the um, the rest of my travel party decided they were going to park up to Epcot because the band was over at Epcot that day. So, you know, I talked about overall the the whole thing was a band trip down because they're marching in the Magic Kingdom, which is awesome. And they're playing the jazz band playing at City Walk. But after that, it was a three day vacation for them. Um, you know, they got to do, um, you know, they did Epcot while we were at studios. They did studios while we were at Animal Kingdom and then they left on Sunday. Um, and but they left directly from Animal Kingdom. So while the kids were going to be over there, it's like, well, let's let's hop over and let's say hi and take a couple of pictures or whatever. I was like, OK, I'm going to hang out in the studios for a little bit more um, and just absorb the Star Wars ambiance, which I did had a blue milk. It, it, You know, the people that hate on the blue milk. I don't know. I'm not you. I loved it. Wow. You and I are in disagreement on that, but that's okay. I loved it. I loved I, it I even like more. With the shot of Bacardi, Scott. Oh, maybe that's what I needed in mind. That, that was missing in your sky. I think the blue is better than the green. I'll have the green uh, next time. Have the green next time. Yeah. I, I think you'll like the blue better. Yeah. But um, yeah, had that, had a Ronto also dairy free, by the way. Yes. Yes. For those, with, for those with dairy allergies, even though it yeah. says milk, that is a dairy free treat. Yeah, it's not milk by any stretch no. of imagination. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so had that now 
at this point, I had been kind of disappointed with Galaxy's Edge because I hadn't seen any characters mm. at all outside of what I saw on Rise of the Resistance. I walked out with my blue milk and literally walked past Vi Marathi. And she was on missions. And she was being hidden along with Chewbacca from the stormtroopers that were up on the catwalk. I'm like, all right, this is cool. <laughs> now, now it's getting cool. Um, and then I went over and had my Ronto Ronto wrap, uh, which was good, very good. I have to recreate that at home. Um, That's where we had breakfast. They have yeah. a breakfast version. We, we actually will serve the lunch one at breakfast time. We found out, so we got okay. one of each. Good. And I know there's a vegetarian version of that too. Um, so at that point, I turned around, and walked back out. Now Ray has joined with Chewbacca. And they're walking, they're walking past more stormtroopers. And I went, you know what? I don't feel like going back to Epcot quite yet. I'm going to go over to the Vaseline Tap House, um, baseline. Yes. And um, and 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 I got the I got the sampler there because you know I I got to be me. Great music at the Tap House. Very good music. I play that in my backyard. Um, I know. I, I love that playlist. Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah. So you know, I got I got the the four beer samplers, which was. Um, slightly less beer than getting the pint and for a dollar more, but I was able to fill up some more of my beer tasting, um, creds for lack of a better word. Uh, what that also did is it gave me an opportunity to ride Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. Um, again, had the lightning lane. So was able to choose that as our next ride. I had that for all four of us, but since they decided to go to Epcot, I ended up getting them another reservation for something else over there. I can't remember because I wasn't there. Um, but I really liked, really liked Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Me too. That, that is a great addition to any Disney theme park. I think it probably fits better at Disneyland just based on where it is. Um, but I like it at the studios. It would be fine in the Magic Kingdom. Um, but I, re I really liked it. Um, it was a lot of fun. I like and Dancing with Daisy. This yes, dancing with oh, Daisy, but the song is infectious. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I'll Nothing the rest of the day. now. Oh, so good. Not to be confused it. with the Jefferson Starship. Not no, the not the, what a no. song that is! What a movie, Mannequin. Yes. Oh, and I also walk through One Man's Dream, of course, because yep. I got to give my props totally to the man. Uh also gave me the opportunity to do another Disney transportation that I had not ridden. I rode the Skyliner to Epcot. What'd you which think? Is not a direct route. I love it. I oh it it really makes Riviera an attractive place to stay. Um, I'm not a fan of the theme of the resort in general. That's just me. That's personal preference. But the fact that you can hop on a Skyliner to go directly to International Gateway at Epcot or with a really quick transfer at Caribbean Beach to go to the studios. Sure. That's astounding. Like yeah. that it it's 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 maniacally smooth and fast and comfortable. Um and so, you know, I was, I was very happy to ride that over to Epcot. Walked around, I went and saw the new for me Canada film um which I enjoyed and then met up with them for the last lightning lane which was Soren um you know so again i rode soren earlier in moonlight magic but um they hadn't ridden soren since you know again a decade before 
Um, and then we went back to the resort to pack because uh, we were leaving at one o'clock in the morning again to drive back to New Jersey. So my last meal was at Saratoga Springs Artist Palette Chicken Strips. <laughs> High class. That, that that rivals what we had for dinner that night. Because after we had seen you, we did rise a couple more things in the studios, hopped over to Animal Kingdom. We had Tiffins for dinner that night. Oh, so, <laughs> so we had equal and opposite. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. That was the... <laughs> I got a lightning lane for imagination. That was probably not needed. Because I could. <laughs> what that, I love that did attraction. do, interestingly, so you're right, it was not needed, but because it has its own line, we got our own car. So the car, well, nice. there was just the four of us, but we didn't have anybody else in the picture should we have had Memory Maker. Um, it would have just been our party in the picture. So that's that's maybe a hidden perk of lightning lane. Paul, how long did it take you to get home? Getting home. So we were, like I said, we left at one. Um, I woke up a little bit before midnight just to pack the car. So we left at one at 6.51 p.m. Mm -hmm. I'm picking up five guys, burgers and fries. Wow. Wow. In, in Neptune, New Jersey. That's remarkable. Well, again, we don't have to stop for anything except gas. And your wife drives the whole time. Yep, she's amazing. She is. Um, that, you know, that, that's phenomenal. We've discussed it, and it's it's not that she's like a bad passenger or anything. She just she doesn't rest in the car. Like in general, she won't. Like if we're in a bus, she won't rest in a plane or anything like that. So she may as if she's not going to rest, she may as well be doing something. And I, I would I would be in her seat. I would prefer to drive it as much as I could. Yeah. Uh, partly for the motion too. I don't I, I get a little motion sick of other people's driving. Even if they're yeah, driving if very well. Control, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Does that make sense? But yeah, that's that she she's the hero of this whole thing, man. That's yes, incredible. hundred percent unsung. Um yeah, not mentioned in there was um transferring luggage from some people that had um conflicting itineraries with the band trip that they were supposed to go on another trip and that trip ended up getting canceled. So driving them to the airport and back and just, yeah, Jen's awesome. Well, listen, Paul, anything else you want to add about your trip? Did we cover everything you wanted to go over? Um, I can say that, I mean, it was, it was really great seeing Disney through the eyes of someone who had not seen the parks and not be a kid. Like, I mean, we took grapes from a very early age. Um, but it's different when you're able to show an adult kind of the, the way the theme parks can be toured, um, as an adult and it not have to center around a seven-year-old, um, or a 10-year-old or a 15-year-old or a three-year-old or anything like that. Um, so that was neat. It was awesome staying at the new refurb rooms at Saratoga Springs and the fact that Congress Park, at least the entire Disney Springs becomes your restaurant. So it it just makes it absurdly easy to figure out what to do for meals mm -hmm. if you're on more of a resort thing. Um, I'm not going to be the first person. I'm not going to be the last to say that the park ticket pricing is absurd for short trips. Yes. Um, if if we were able to go often enough to get an annual pass, if they even sold annual passes, um, it makes very much a difference. The last time that we were there, we spent seven days. 
that makes a big difference because right. you know when you go when you go to a cost per day it's it's reasonable for a theme in my mind for a theme park ticket but the way that i had to buy these this time just with having to pay for grapes's band trip at the same time we ended up getting a one day ticket and then i added a day and then i added a day <laughs> because i had to you know we had to save because we we're we were making like six, seven, eight hundred dollar payments to the school in in chunks for the trip. Right. So, um, yeah, that the, the park. Ta- I really hope they get rid of reservations sooner than later. Um, there's been, you know, chatter about it. I think a lot of that's wishful thinking, but I didn't really see it. I don't think it adds anything other than frustration to the guest. And I really can't see it impacting staffing models that much because they're going to set the, they opened up capacity for magic kingdom the day that the band was there. So it's like, well, you didn't add capacity because you added a cast member, you know? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Sounds like the first thing that's going to fall is the, the 2 PM time limit on the park hopping. Yes. They're, they're, they're soft on it now because when we hopped, it was a little before too. We, we got into Epcot somewhere around 140. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that is going to go away relatively soon, which would be a nice little change. Yeah. And the other thing they're doing too for the people that still have annual passes, and this impacts Florida residents completely, is that you don't have to necessarily have a reservation to get in. Which, yeah. I mean, come on. The whole point of an annual pass is, hey, let's go to park today. Right, you can't. They're making official blackout dates. Is what they're doing. The pricing of these tickets for short-term trips is—it's almost prohibitive to do it very often. Right, right. I mean, there there was a time where you know I I know people that would go down for long weekends just to go down for a long weekend if they have some place to stay. You know, and part of the allure, not why we got it, but part of the allure of DVC is having kind of that room already paid for, quote unquote. Um, and then you just get, get you know, use your points. But it's real tough if you can't buy an annual pass to spend $1,100 on park tickets for four days. Right. For the two of us. Like, that's that's a lot. I could do a lot of things with $1,000. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we had the three of us needing three-day passes this time, and we're going back in November, and we're going to need four- or five-day passes for that trip. At that point, we're bordering in on the cost of an annual pass, but we're not allowed to buy them. Right. Can't buy them. Yeah. Which is why I'm so hesitant to give mine up now that I have it. Yeah, because you can renew, right? They're just I not could renew. I mean, I, I would imagine they're going to open that up. Sure before too long but especially the podcasters i mean come on oh of course you would think paul what a fantastic trip report that was riveting i mean i sat here on the edge of my seat glued to this this was great yeah thanks i mean hopefully it's not too boring for people you know sometimes trip reports and i i tended to not do the ride by ride stuff sure that's what made this very interesting is kind of just different perspective yeah but I did want to call attention to it because you did specifically ask me that, you know, like that, that morning time, getting there for rope drop, getting there before rope drop. And even if, even if, you don't have to drive in your own car, um, you know, you can, I mean, you get there even earlier, but if you're up for that first or second bus, you'll be at the park well early enough 
um, to get in and enjoy. And basically it's, it's that time old question. What's your time worth? Right. Um, and to me, that animal kingdom day was just that exemplified. I mean, the fact that I got five rides in, in two hours. Sure. Is that's almost, I mean, even in the halcyon days of the early two thousands in early September, when you could go, you know, that's, that was, that was the experience. The people at Disney that run Genie Plus are in crisis mode hearing you talk about this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it I, and again, that's it, another, that cost actually wasn't too prohibitive um, in my mind for the benefit that I got of it, out of it. But I only did it for one day and I only did right. it for six people. Right. And I was able to do it for two parks, which was nice. Um, you know, one of the things that I did like about the old my magic, uh, the the old FastPass Plus system, is I didn't have to be rope dropping to get fast passes because yes, that was also me. Right. Once we're through the turnstile, running forward with everybody's room card, yeah, <laughs> fast passes at at Big Thunder while everybody <laughs> else want walking towards Space Mountain, and then I would meet them outside of space mountain hand everybody their paper fast pass to big thunder and we would ride space mountain you know didn't have to do that with with the fast pass plus you could just make your reservation i wish we had fast pass plus i really do yeah i do too dean any other questions for paul and anything no, else you'd like to add about your trip no i mean i think think a lot of what paul covered is what we did you know we, we had the uh... The, the one extra day we did fly. So uh, Sunday morning we had uh, breakfast at Kona, which is always fantastic. Yes. Did a little resort touring. I, I can't say we went to uh, Disney Springs. I guess we stopped at Disney Springs because <laughs> by the time we got there, we were there maybe half an hour and, and had to head out to the airport. But uh, no, it was great hearing about Paul's trip. And, and uh, you know, we got a lot of the pictures along the way, but hearing the details was fun. Sure. Now, guys, uh, do you want to do a Stuff We Love segment tonight? To wrap it up, sure. My stuff we love could be this trip report. That's how much I enjoyed it. <laughs> but um, Paul, what is your stuff we love recommendation tonight? By the way, for our listeners that are new to the show, this is the part where tonight, Paul, Dean, and I are going to give you a recommendation of something we're enjoying right now. Hence the name of the show, Stuff We Love Podcast. Paul, what's your recommendation? Episode one of season three of The Mandalorian dropped today. So the stuff I love is The Mandalorian. And late breaking news, The Mandalorian is now being seen in Galaxy's Edge, walking around with Grogu. Wow. Yes. I didn't know that. That's This is a genuine first time reaction hearing it. Wow. And, And interestingly, Galaxy's Edge Disneyland has had grogu and the mandalorian disneyland paris has a limited engagement of the mandalorian and grogu there is no end date for the one in disney world cool very very cool good news so i'm loving the mandalorian i might you know i i got into such withdrawal i might go back and binge the first two seasons and the book of boba fett because why not great recommendation i will be watching that hopefully by tomorrow on disney plus on Disney Plus. Dean. Had I gone first, I probably would have gone with that as well. <laughs> <laughs> but I will give you a show that is is somewhat new that I just discovered. And I have always been a fan of a lot of the cooking shows on TV, you know, Top Chef and 
Master Chef and Hell's Kitchen and all that kind of stuff. There's a show out now called Super Chef Grudge Match, which pits basically former contestants of those shows. The, the grudge part of it, I think, is a little bit created and fabricated, but it, it it's nice to see where these guys landed years later. You know, someone I remember from uh, Top Chef season two was just on a recent episode and hearing how he's been at Michelin star restaurants and has two of his own. And now he was doing this grudge match against one of the former contestants. It was fun. So if you like cooking shows, it's a good way to see some of your old favorites uh, return to television in a uh, you know, sort of one off each episode as its own standalone match. Great recommendation, Dean. <clears throat> So for my stuff we love, I have a movie. I watched it. It's on Netflix. It's actually the number one movie on Netflix as of yesterday called We Have a Ghost. I don't know if you guys have seen this on there advertised. It's not the greatest movie in the world, but it's a fun family horror movie is the way I would describe it. Perfect for people of all ages. It's not really that scary. It stars uh, Anthony Mackie and uh, David Harbour from Stranger Things as the ghost and Jennifer Coolidge in a small role. Just a fun, enjoyable movie. Nice way to spend the afternoon. Only drawback is it's a little long, clocking in at two hours, seven minutes with the credits, which is long for that type of movie. But uh, I enjoyed it. And I also, by the way, the day before on Disney Plus, finally saw Thor Love and Thunder, which I actually really liked. Yes. Fun movie. It, it did not end how I thought it would. Interesting. We should talk about that maybe uh, offline, but that's yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't spoil for the, uh, really. the the listeners who haven't seen it yet. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, anyhow, guys, um, would you like to tell us where we could find you on social media? Uh, I'm at Yo Pauly NJ on Twitter Dean? and Instagram. If you're interested in seeing um, food photos of my um, my new strict diet regimen, you're doing a great job, by the way. Thank you. Dean? I am at CT underscore Mickey underscore man on Twitter. And I probably have an Instagram and don't know what it is. I think I follow you and I never see any posts. Yeah. It's probably on my phone somewhere. Wouldn't even know what to do with it. On Twitter, I am at ScottyBoy4. And now it's your favorite time of the show, Paul and Dean, the time where I will tell our listeners where they can find the Stuff We Love podcast online. So here we go. On Twitter, we are at Stuff We Love Pod. Instagram, Stuff We Love Podcast. We're on TikTok at Stuff We Love Podcast. You can write to us, Stuff We Love Podcast at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page and a YouTube channel. And our website is Stuff We Love Podcast.podbean.com. You can find links to our prior episodes there. And if you have not done so already, please subscribe to the podcast and leave us those good five star reviews, which makes it easy for others to find the show. And check out Paul and Dean and myself on many occasions and Nick on the episodes of Butter and Bacon, the Good Stuff of Disney podcast, which uh, we hope to have a new episode soon, right, guys? The new laptop editing machine has shown up at my house, Scott, so there's actual hope we might release something at some point. I I can't wait. Uh, It's just not edited. (laughs) Oh, there's a a bunch in the bucket, Scott. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's at least... Uh, four or five full uh, dining around the world episodes that are recorded. There's a couple trip reports recorded. Yeah, they just they just need to release. We need them. We need them more and than I got ever. about eighty bacon bits from Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and no, seriously, Paul, this was a great episode. Thank you for uh, telling us about your trip. Just fantastic, wonderful to hear. It made me jealous of you and uh, want to be at Disney World. That's gonna be uh, you've inspired me on future trips here. Awesome. But, yeah, uh, thanks, thanks for having us on. This was I, fun. Anytime. A lot of fun. 
Great to be with you guys. And let's go around the table one more time. I am Scott. I'm Dean. I'm Paul. And this has been the Stuff We Love podcast.